Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it, GMGP. Good morning, good people. Welcome into the Wake Up with Ray G show. Thank y'all for being here. If it's your first time on the channel, uh, get in here, engage with the good people. We're going to have some fun today. Freaky Friday, fun Friday, whatever you want to call it. We got college football tomorrow, NFL on Sunday. We had football last night. We weren't here on Wednesday. So thank y'all for being here in the building, man. Shout out to the people that pay the bills. Prize Picks, man. Use that promo code Wake Up for $100. If you're a first-time user, come get in on some of the NBA plays, college football props, or OER NFL plays that drop on Sunday. We got a newsletter that drops for free every Friday. Shout out to Brandon for putting the newsletter together. We give out free picks. Shout out to Mitch, DFS and Donuts, my Spari. We partner with them with some of their betting uh, betting tools and apps, man. So it's a good day. It's a good day. We had an, uh, an interesting game last night. I thought it was cool, man, the way I described the game. Jay was, I was like, it wasn't a good game. Wasn't a bad game. It was just a football game. We had a football game on last night. We got a lot of NBA this weekend, so it should be a fun sports weekend. And um, shout out to all the parents out there whose kids, their last day at school is today. And you got to deal with those monsters for a week straight with no um, free public child care. So thoughts and prayers to you as well, as my wife informed me today that it's a half day for my son. So I'm like, shit, half day. Then we got all of next week. It's just going to be an interesting holiday season, but we're going to have some fun today. Jay, talk to the people, baby. How you doing this morning? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, Christian Watson continues to impress. We will talk about him a little bit today. Yes, we will. Um, you know, you got an interesting phone call prior to the show, so that was fun. That that kicked off the show, even though it was pre-show. Yeah. You know, sometimes in the mornings, it's a little slow. Yeah. Well, I got my cup of coffee from Michelle Adoro, so I'm yes. feeling good right now. Right, mm -hmm. the espresso. Make sure you go get that. Fifteen percent off. Mm mm mm. Right, it's delicious. Mm. It's good. Gotta have that Michelle Adoro coffee. Get that fifteen percent off. Use the promo code Wake Up, and I guarantee you order one time, you will come back for more because it's good. Yes, sir. Shit, I promise you that. So go ahead and get that. Shout out to Michelle Adoro. Uh, Jay, we got a lot to get to, man. Our um, our starts of the week. Little little misleading on that thumbnail you put up. It's just the starts of the week. So people are coming people are expecting you to talk about uh Taylor and and Justin Fields and 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 all of that today. But it's our not so obvious starts of the week for this week eleven. NFL slate, man. Already week eleven, man. That's just crazy. It's crazy. We're almost a playoff man. season, man. Almost yeah, a playoff. Almost playoff season. The college football season's almost over. We're entering, I mean, we're midway through November, man. Pretty soon it's going to be like rookie draft season in a minute. The season is come and gone. And the reality is um, if you are playing fantasy football, you're probably starting anybody that you have at this juncture of the season with injuries, with all of that crap. Uh, but, Jay, let's get into some news real quick, man. I know we got a little news. Let's talk about it. We got a game that got moved out of Buffalo. We got some of this, some of that. So let's get into a straight facts. The biggest news. 
in the world of sports. Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. You know, obviously the biggest news that we have is the Browns and Bills game being moved to Detroit. That's actually pretty interesting, Ray. I was talking to my dad. We, I talked about him wanting to go to that game um, because they play in Detroit on Thursday Night Football as well. So they're going to ha- have two games in five days in Detroit. Would be cool to go see that. Uh, but I think it's the biggest thing for us because of the fantasy implications, right? We get these players in domes, and that's good for everybody involved, for the offenses, for scoring, for potential points, all these various things. So I'm very excited to see that. I think that will be good. Both these teams do have good offenses, but playing in a snowstorm and playing in a dome are two very different circumstances. On top of that, Cooper Cup did go on IR. So did Miko Hardman. We're waiting on some practice reports because Keenan Allen and potentially Mike Williams may play this week. So that would be a big boost for a Chargers offense that is lacking in weapons and faces the Kansas City Chiefs this week. And then outside of that, though, Ray, there's not a ton of news. You know, Miko Hardman went on IR. A lot of people still maybe going to play, maybe not going to play. But the Eagles bolstering their defensive line was the biggest one, bringing in yeah. uh, Dan Konsu. And then who was the other lineman they brought in? They brought I in two was, defensive tackles. Was it Linval? Was it Linval Joseph? Linval Joseph, yes. Yeah, Linval Joseph, yeah. So they brought in two defensive tackles for a rush defense that has been struggling, frankly. So we'll see what happens with that, how they kind of integrate them, whether they play this week. I'm not sure. But it was definitely a bolster to a team that has needed it. You know, their struggles have been on the ground. We saw them exploited on Monday Night Football by the Commanders. So hopefully these two guys can help out that defense quite a bit. Because we know in the secondary, they are they have playmakers. They can't cover down the field. But in the run game, they have been struggling a little bit. So we'll see what happens with them. But outside of that, Ray, it's been so long, man. It's been a while. They're saying Dontrell Hilliard TD. I yeah, mean, your boy. I, you called it, man. I, Three weeks ago, you called it. You called it. You <laughs> knew. You're like LeBron James. The mean. Little, you're like LeBron. Did you see, I knew you see when Jalen I told you, I knew out? Dontrell Hilliard was going to score. I knew it was going to happen. There you go. You got Dontrell right. I didn't even say good morning to people in the building, man. Patrick in the building, Jay Peters, Brandon, Robert, Dynasty Barry, Leo in the building, Marlon, Adam. What's up, Leo? Leo talking about what up, Ray? Bro, what's up, baby? How y'all doing? Ty Claire in the building, Fizzle in the building, Jay Peters. It's going to be a good day, man. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what else happened news-wise. I mean, the big one for me was the snow game, um, that getting moved. You talked a little bit about um, about your boy, Christian Watson, man. Another, uh, yeah. another uh, I guess, big game for Watson. Let's just talk about him real quick. Is he already the baller of the week? Are we just going to do this on Friday? Christian Watson, five days, eight catches, five TDs. Talk about him, Jay. Christian Watson. I mean, technically, it's in a one-week span, so it's very difficult for me to deny him his greatness, right? I mean, last week, I talked about how he wasn't my baller of the week because Justin Jefferson's that dude, but, you know, Christian Watson, man, making a case. You know he's leading all rookies in receiving touchdowns after his five touchdowns in the past two games. Uh, Insane that what he's doing, but, I mean, Rodgers keeps looking for him, man. Every time he's a rainmaker. that delayed over route in the end zone, and he's always wide open because nobody covers him. Wide open. Um, he wide open every play? He's wide open every play, man. Every play, man. Last night's game, Tannehill thoroughly outplayed Aaron Rodgers, man. Tannehill was money, <laughs> dude. dude. Fucking good last night, man. 22 for 27, 333, two TDs, one interception. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw two. We talked about that to uh, – to Christian Watson, Aaron Jones didn't do anything on the ground as we suspected, Jay. Uh, that Titans run defense is the real deal. But on the yeah. other side of the ball, Henry didn't do shit on the ground either. He had damn near 30 carries and didn't even hit his 100-yard mark. Didn't even hit the prop, man. Hey, what man. Doing, you, you, 
you saw what Tannehill did. It, they were selling out, man. They had five guys yeah. on the line every single play yeah. selling out to stop Derrick Henry. And it worked for most of the game. I believe his longest carry was only nine yards. Yeah, so nine yards. They did everything they could. But again, when you go sell out that hard to stop the run, the back end suffers. Back- and it did with Tannehill just obliterating and who that got who secondary. got in on the action man robert woods played well last night yeah, bobby trees had an appearance but the big mm-hmm. takeaway Traylon burks man seven for 111 for the rookie it's good to see Traylon get on the field play well um did a great job on that 44 yard pass at the beginning of the game tracking the ball catching it with his hands because the ball kind of did a little uh little curvy curve there a little wanted and he went and tracked that thing Caught it, and he had a big night, man. So it was good to see good to see the rookie get in the action, man. You know, still big-time believer sure. in Burks. And uh, unfortunately for a lot of these rookie wide receivers this year, they've just been hampered and hindered by pathetic quarterback play. Uh, Drake London, it's not even London. That entire passing attack in Atlanta, if you drafted any of them, like you just got nuked this year because of Mariota and his inability to push the ball downfield accurately. Garrett Wilson starting to come along a little bit, you know. Zach Wilson just chucking it to him a couple of times. Olave seemed to cool down just a tad bit because of Andy Dalton. So it's just one of those things. You look at it right now and you're like, all right, Watson at least has Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. Traylon Burks, if he can develop into that one, this should yield well for him in the future. But, you know, this is why we were high on Traylon Burks during the pre-draft process. And when he got the draft capital – and the opportunity, I know it started. Matt Kelly talked about the roller coaster of Traylon Burks. It's going to be up and down, right? He was a little bit heavy, had to get in shape. But it was good to see Burks uh, get in on the action. And then from the uh, Green Bay side of the passing attack, Randall Cobb led the way, uh, 6 for 73. Randall freaking Cobb, man. They need to go get a guy. They need to go get another guy or Aaron Rodgers is going to be out of there with uh, swiftness. But, Jay, let's get into our not-so-obvious start. Oh, you got something? Go ahead. If you got something, give no, it to me. No, no, you're you're good to go, man. No, right, where we going? in this game. Where are we going? Um, where are we going? QBs. So I have, I, I have co-starters of the week, Ray. I got and I don't one, too. We're going to play a game sheet. with mine. We're going to play a game with mine, but oh. go ahead. Okay, so I have co-starters of the week, and um, they're actually crowd favorites of both ours and the audience. It is Danny Dimes versus the Houston Texans, or not the Houston Texans. He's who's he playing against? He's playing. He's Detroit. playing against. Oh, Detroit. He's Detroit. playing Detroit this week. And Russell Wilson is facing your Raiders, right? Uh, so you're going again, back to the Russell Wilson well, huh? I I understand what people are saying. So the case for Danny Dimes is easy. He's playing Detroit. Yes. They allow nearly 30 points per game. We should see a lot of Saquon in this one. So my concerns that I brought up last week against Houston, kind of the same concerns. Saquon may get 35 carries and for like 150, 200 yards. So we're kind of relying on a bit of big play and short volume, but efficient from Danny Dimes. But the big thing is that Detroit does play more man coverage. So there is potential for rushing upside versus the other game where I didn't expect it as much. I expected a little bit more zone. But Detroit, if they man up a little bit, try to play very tight, obviously close line of scrimmage to stop Saquon. I think there will be rushing lanes for Danny Dimes. And then you talk about Russell Wilson facing the Raiders defense, who's been awful, obviously, this season. Number two in points allowed, 22.6 to the quarterback. Matt Ryan came out of the grave like Uma Thurman and killed Bill Volume 2. Straight up, no one expected Matt Ryan to play. He was announced the starter. He came up QB5 on the week. Raiders are allowing a league-worst 70.9% catch rate to opposing wide receivers. Lots of things looking good for Russell Wilson. If he can't get it done this week, Ray, I think I'm out. I think keep I'm going out. back to his and, Russell Wilson. Everything, well. everything is well. It's, again, I'm playing the matchups here. It's the, matchup. the matchups. I get I'm it. Not, I'm not trying to say you start him every single week. Who's he throwing to though? Who's he throwing to? 
Dude, get it to Sutton. I don't care what you got to throw. The biggest problem, Russell Wilson, man, he will not throw to Cortland Sutton. It wasn't until Jerry Judy got hurt that he's finally like, okay, I got nobody else. I'll throw it to Cortland Sutton, right? Right. And he got six receptions, 60 yards. Again, nothing special. He had 11 he saw a couple targets, big plays. I think he had yeah, like 11 that's what targets. I'm yeah. Just get the ball to Sutton, and good things will happen. He still threw for 260 last week against the Titans defense, which is pretty bad. So I expect kind of the similar things this week. So for me, I think that he could be fine, but I do have Danny Dimes over him this week at least. All right. We're going to play a game. I like both of those calls. I mean, if you got Daniel Jones, I don't need – I mean, you. yes. he. If you don't know, you got to start him, right? You, you got to start Daniel Jones this week. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to get sneaky here because here's this, this QB's finishes over the last five weeks. QB 13, QB 24, QB 6. QB 19, QB 5, and that's points per game. Those, those are, this is this quarterback's, yeah, that QB 13, 24, 6, 19, and 5. That's where they finished. He played the last week. six games? Over the last six games, right? Their right. last six games, because that's Matt Ryan. No, it's not Matt Ryan. That's not yeah. Matt Ryan. It's not Matt Ryan. This quarterback is facing a, an, 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 a defense that is not very good. They lost a star linebacker against a team who's probably going to put up points versus them. Probably put up quite a few points. Talking about Marcus Mariota. I think Marcus Mariota, if you need to roll one out there, and this is what we did. So in the Discord, let's go. Here's the game we're going to play. The same game I played with the patrons last night. Let me ask you right now, Jay. Marcus Mariota or Baker Mayfield versus Baltimore? Marcus Mariota. All right. Marcus Mariota or Davis Mills versus Washington? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota or Matt Ryan versus Philly? Hmm, I think I probably would roll out Matt Ryan, man, honestly. Okay, let's For, keep going. I, I think he's let's, pretty good. All right, this is a quick game. Matt Ryan or Zach Wilson versus New England or Mac Jones versus New York? <laughs> Take it. Marcus, Take it, Marcus Mariota. Yeah. All right, Marcus Mariota or Andy Dalton versus the Rams? Uh, it's close. I'd say, I'll say Mariota. It's close. Okay, let's keep, let's keep going down the list, right? Marcus Mariota or Kenny Pickett versus Cincinnati? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota or Derek Carr versus Denver? Where are you going with that? Yeah, one? Marcus Mariota. Okay. Marcus, it, it, at, at this point, literally there ain't the that only many QBs, QBs left. that I've, yeah. like, at, as you start to go, and we did this, le- so we did this exercise last night, Jay, and at first when I said Mariota, everybody was like, ah. And then you start going through the list. The only quarterbacks that we haven't really gone through are Lamar Jackson, Josh yeah, Allen. the studs, right? The like studs. Herbert, let me give you, let me give you one more. Let there. me give you two more, and they could be fringy, and just tell me where you would lean. Mariota or Taylor Heineke? So that's interesting. That's the one for me that I think I would consider Heineke, and it's because of the matchup, right? Like, Houston's never been in a positive game script uh, that's the fine. entire season. That, that's fine. Um, well, that's we can fine. get into that later. Okay. Marcus Mariota or Jacoby Brissett versus Buffalo? I'll take Mariota. See what I'm um, like? You start going through, dog. You start going through the list, and it's like, damn. The only QBs we have not talked about is Joe Burrow, does, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. We talked about Daniel Jones. You you start Mariota or Matt Stafford? Keep it a buck, Mariota so, so or Matt one, Stafford. I would start Matt Stafford, and I know oh. that sounds insane, but when I was when I was looking at my not so obvious starts of the week, he was actually in contention because the Saints are so bad versus versus. How wide bad is Stafford? And he can't throw to anybody outside a cup. 
He can, he can, but see, here's the thing though, Ray, that tunnel vision, it, it doesn't exist anymore. That safety blanket, it's gone. He has no choice but to throw it to Allen Robinson, to throw it to Ben Skaron, to throw it to Tyler Higby. He has no chance. He can't just rely on Cooper Cup. So I think that's where that could open up things for Stafford. And maybe not. But again, I think there's a world where he does have a decent week. Like you said, not so obvious, getting dirty. But it was somebody I was considering because he will throw the ball and they don't have a running game. Man, I don't think I could do it. You're... I, I don't think I would – I traded for Stafford, and I'm not there, – there's no way I'm starting him this week. None. There's no way, man. You can, I'm, I'm not saying, saying you want to start him, but, and, and again, then, it was something I was considering as, a, as an option. But then, uh, last one, Goff or, Goff or Mariota? Goff or Mariota? Um, hmm, in the cold. Yeah, I think you got to start Mariota. We go through the list. The only p- – at this point, like, if we just, like, listed out the names of the players that are left – He'd be inside the top ten. That many, yeah. He'd be in the so. Yeah, that's why I probably. say a not so obvious start of the week. Mariota running the ball, throwing to no, not throwing to Drake London or Pitts. You can just cancel those two out. Demir yeah. Bird game, right? It, it, we know it's not going to be Mariota or uh, Pitts or London, so maybe it's a Demir Bird game. But I got well, Mariota, so we got Daniel yeah. Jones, Mariota, or Russell Wilson. I still think I want Russ. He's again. I like to lean on the yards of the cute quarterback over a rushing floor. It's the same conversation we had last week with Daniel Jones. Man, I think he's going to throw for yards. So rough, I'll, I'll, the, the biggest thing is he doesn't throw touchdowns. If he could throw touchdowns, he would be more than fine. He does. He just doesn't throw him the players that. that we want him to throw it to. So that's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with the quarterbacks, man. I like the Mariota call. I do think you roll out Daniel Jones with supreme confidence. I think yeah. t- Taylor Heineke's a sneaky play. Somebody yep, asked Justin Fields. Uh, we got a super chat. We need a quick little poll. Justin Fields, shout out, shout out, Jimbo. Justin Fields versus the poll. The only quarterbacks I would start over Fields this weekend would be Lamar versus Carolina. Um, you're starting Allen. I wouldn't even do that. You wouldn't start Lamar I've... over Fields? Nope. No way. Okay. Not okay. a chance in hell. I would start Fields over everybody who isn't Mahomes. You'd start him over Josh Allen? Probably. You'd start it's, him over Hurts? You'd start him over Hurts? Yeah. Isn't Hurts on the road this week in, in Indy? Fields is playing isn't Fields playing in Atlanta versus the Falcons, who are god awful? Yeah, he is, he is, he is. Yeah. So you got the turf, right? Which is already great for him because he'll probably run faster. He's playing Damn. at home which will be a dope matchup. Worst defense versus wide receivers. We'll get into that a little bit later. I mean, it's it's literally a prime matchup for him to smash. I don't see He's any reason why he wouldn't okay, have okay. a great week. I'm just asking. Fields over Kirk Cousins versus Dallas? Yeah. Fields over Dak? Yeah. Fields over Burrow? Mm, that one's interesting. Burrow's got a great matchup. He's playing, he's playing Pittsburgh. So that one's iffy, but I can make the case for Burrow there. Fields over Allen. I'm just asking this again. Cleveland's defense is I'm f- awful. I'm f- yeah, but they're bad against the run. I'm I'm happily I'm happy playing Fields over Allen because they could get up on them what in the first half and then all of a sudden they take them out. I don't know, man. I just think that Fields is safe. Like like the Bears are not in a, a team that blows team blows guys out. We saw they lost to Detroit after getting a big lead last Ooh. week. Like I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of world where Fields is great. Like I think Fields is gonna have a great week. I don't. I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, I, that's. I mean, the matchup is prime, right? He's st- he, the matchup is prime versus Atlanta. So ma- maybe matchup. he was a not so obvious start of the week for people out there in single well, quarterback leagues that may have a Fields and a you know a Hurts. Like you would start Fields yeah. over Hurts. Like in it's not. You said that like it wasn't even close. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that Indy's going to run away with this one personally. Or sorry, I don't think that Philly's going to run away with this one. I think they got exposed last week. Like, dude, they got to face Jonathan Taylor this week. Quick, quick question. You know what I'm quick saying? Quick question. We talked about this on the our, our draft network stream. The NFL record for rushing yards for a quarterback is 1,206 yards. Justin Fields, I believe, has 780 on the season. I believe he's got like yeah. 785 on the season. 749. Does Fields break Lamar Jackson's record for most rushing yards in a season by a quarterback? He's got to average, I believe, like 70-something yards a game in order to, to do it. Can he, can he break Lamar's single-season rushing record? He does have a bye. In week fourteen, yeah, week and 14. he does have an extra game to do it. But can't? Do you think he will average seventy plus yards the rest of the way and set the NFL record for most rushing yards by a quarterback? Uh, I'm gonna say yeah, just barely. I'm gonna say just barely, yeah. I think he, I think he can break it, but he does have a tough schedule. He's got to play Buffalo. He's got to play Philly. Um, but he does have Detroit week 17 and that mm-hmm. I think could be the week. So you talk about this week is a prime week for him to go for a hundred to kind of bring that average down. And then the week against Detroit again, um, is another week where it should be prime for him to go over. And I believe that Philly game is in Chicago too. So another game where I think, you know, could be sloppy and prime for Justin Fields to run a lot. So we'll see, but it's, I think there is a world where he could go over, but I think it will be close. I think it'll be close. What's crazy about that record is Lamar Jackson did it in 15 games, and then he did it where I believe in week one of the season he set the record. He had like nine yards rushing, and it, like and he only he only went over he went over a hundred five times that season. But if if you look at how Lamar got there, it just shows how fucking awesome he was that season. But I think this will be an interesting one. Will Phil Field set the rushing record um, this week? It's going to be interesting, man. All right. All right, let's uh let's go to the running backs. Where are we at? So for the running backs, I'm starting with Devin Singletary. Um, I think he's in a great spot. Like I talked about moving the game indoors, I think it's great for him. Raises the point ceiling for the Buffalo Bills. I think we saw kind of what happened with Josh Allen last week, and they try to lean on the run a little bit more. Singletary was really effective in that first half, right? He rushed, ran for two, t- two touchdowns. They got James Cook involved a little bit. Maybe we see some more Naeem Hines. But I think you got to start with Devin Singletary. He's in a great spot up against this awful Cleveland running game. Second most fancy points allowed to opposing running backs, 30.4 and fourth in rushing yards allowed per game and eighth in receiving yards allowed per game. So a lot of things working in Devin Singletary's favor. So I do think that he's a great start this week. Again, usually you're starting Devin Singletary, but again, I think this is a smash spot for him. So even in a smaller format, lesser format, you can start him, right? Are you signing because you disagree or are you just unsure? I, I don't disagree with the fact that if they give him the damn ball, I think he can be really yeah. effective. The issue with Buffalo is they start out giving him the ball and then he goes away. He just disappears. They just don't give it to yeah. him anymore. Um, he had two quick touchdowns last week versus Minnesota. And then what else did he do after that? And I know that was enough, right? Like that, you started him. Oh, yeah. You got good. two touchdowns. You're feeling great. But it's it's the consistent workload that is always makes me fearful of Singletary. And those touchdowns last week, I believe, were his first of the season in week 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because yeah. they get down there and they just pounded in there with uh with Josh Allen. I don't I don't dislike the call. I don't disagree with the call. It's just it's very frightening having to deal with the inconsistency of touches Touch, yeah. for him. And that's that's the part that makes me a little a little hesitant, Jay. But I don't dislike the call because Cleveland, you can run all over Cleveland. So I don't dislike the call. Um one of the running backs that I want to talk about that I think you can fire up 
with supreme confidence. And I'm going to give a, I'm going to give like a little twofer here. I think you can fire up both Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson with 100% confidence. Listen, <laughs> we see it, right? This is not a debate on which running back is more explosive. Which running back should be getting the ball? Which running back looks better when they have the ball? And to be fair, B-Rob had a couple of runs last week where he almost ripped off a couple, right? But it's versus Houston, man. This is the league's worst rush def- rushing defense. You've got an offense that likes to establish it, and you know yep. that Brian Robinson is going to get 15 touches. Like, you just know this, man. And it's not a hard thing to... It's You don't want to overthink it. You start... Running backs versus Houston. I believe they're one of the teams that, that one of the leaders in three and outs in the NFL as well. Probably. So you're just talking about an offense that can't. Houston, if you watch the Texans, which most of you probably don't, let's be real, most of you probably don't, their first 10, 15 plays are fan, just fucking fantastic. They just drive the ball with ease, looks good. But after the scripted plays are over, it just goes downhill quick. And they can't do anything, right? So if you've got Brian Robinson, if you have Antonio Gibson, I'm firing up both of those cats. And here's the thing, man. Listen, Jay. Um, let me just ask you. Let's go. Let's All play right. the game. Well, you, go ahead. Give your last running back start, and then we're gonna we're gonna play another game. Let's go. All right. So last one, no surprise. Thumbnail man himself, Isaiah Pacheco. Yep, this yep. is the uh, the buy window. He's about to close for Isaiah Pacheco. I was talking to uh, Scott Connor a few weeks ago how this was the game I had pegged when Pacheco would really, you know, be on the scene, right? Last week, he had 16 carries for 82 yards, didn't score a touchdown, so his value didn't quite go to the moon. Clyde, only four snaps. So again, his his career is just about done in Kansas City. But the Chargers are brutal at stopping the run. They're third in fantasy points allowed to running backs. Number one yards per carry allowed, 7.8. Number two in yards allowed per game. Like I mentioned, it's the breakout game for him. I think this is a great spot. And then on top of that, Ray, in the playoffs, he has the Texans in Week 15 and the Seahawks in Week 16. Oof. Isaiah Pacheco breakout is going to happen this week versus the Chargers. And like we talked about before as well, Juju probably not going to play. Miko Harmon on IR. Yes, we'll see some Kadarius Tony, but a perfect game script for them to lean on the run against a bad rush defense and not force Mahomes to win the game on his own. They are on the road too, so they're playing on that LA turf in SoFi Stadium. I think that Pacheco could have a great game against this defense. I'm all in on Pacheco. I think you have to start him this week in this smash matchup. And in my opinion, could be uh, very difficult to attain after this week if he has a big game. Uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, It looks like both Gus Edwards and Mark Andrews are going to play. So I'm just going to ask you, Gus Edwards versus Carolina. How are you feeling about Gus Bus this week? I always feel good about Gus, to be honest. I think you got to play him. Um, every time he's played, he's been good. You know, I think outside of the game, he got injured where he still had like 60 yards in that one. He just didn't score. That's the only concern. But against Carolina, you have to imagine his chances to get in the end zone are probably pretty good. So for me, I think he started him. I mean, I don't, depends on, you know, your options, obviously, but he's probably what a top 30 running back this week, I'd say. You know, probably Listen, at least an RB3 or better. Carolina's bottom, bottom eight in the league against the run, giving up 139 per game. The only teams worse than Carolina at stopping the run, Seattle, Chicago, Dallas, the Chargers, Detroit, and Houston giving up 181 on the ground per freaking game. Um, Gibson and Robinson should look like all pros. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you right now. Rank these guys because we're about to play a game. Get out. Okay. Stop it, chat. Mike Anderson, god damn it. 
Mike and Jimbo, they're ruining my game because they, they brought up the player that I wanted to talk about, DeAndre Swift. So let's just get into it since Mike and damn, oh uh, uh, damn Jimbo are, are, are ruining it for us, man. Jay, DeAndre Swift or Isaiah Pacheco? Who are you starting this week? Uh, it's Isaiah Pacheco, and I wouldn't even say it's that close for me. I wouldn't even consider it. Wouldn't even consider it. You wouldn't it's consider it. Okay. The Giants are only allowing two receptions and 26 yards a game on average to opposing running backs. It's actually one of the lowest in the league. So if you talk about just situation, they actually allow the fewest receptions in the NFL to opposing running backs and very low in terms of yardage. So if you want Swift to catch pass out of the backfield, he's probably not going to do a ton of that versus this pretty solid in my opinion, Giants defense. Swift or the pair, your favorite, whichever one you like, the pair of Washington running backs. Who you start? B-Rob over Swift. And Gibson is a toss-up, but I think you probably play Gibson over Swift too. I'm not playing Swift this week. It's talk not a good matchup. It. Talk about it. I don't you, you want to catch passes, their, man. You can't do it. it. You can't. Talk about you can't. It. Like legit. They are the lowest team. The Giants allowed the fewest receptions to running backs on the entire to, season. To be fair. They're a bottom 10 team against the run. They're giving up 133 on the ground per game. But that's, but again, that doesn't, okay, that's fine. But he doesn't run the ball. They've only given up 22 receptions this season to running backs. So what, you think Swift's going to have a five reception game against them? No way, man. It's not happening. There's no way. I'm not doing it. There's just, I'm, no, I can't do it. Only 182 carries, 26th in the league against? No, man, you can't do that. There's no way. There's no Swift way. or Devin Singletary? Singletary, not close. If you're giving me any of these guys that are, have great matchups, take them over Swift. Swift has an awful matchup this week. Just Swift horrible. or Najee Harris versus Cincy. Oh, man. See, now you're... Oh, we're go. getting down and dirty Swift now. Swift or Najee? Um, but give me Najee. Give me the volume. You're, I'm telling you, bad matchup and no volume is basically like you're at the bottom of the barrel. Like Najee's getting, what, 15 opportunities minimum? Upside of at least 20. There's no way. Swift is going to get like five opportunities, man. There's no way. All right. All right. La final one. It's it's dirty. This is you better this get is, dirty. This might be the threat. <laughs> this this might be the threshold. Swift, Swift or Michael Carter. Ooh, okay. So hmm. Well, Michael Carter's getting more volume. Bro, fuck it. Michael Carter, man. Michael Carter. It's it's no. Forget it. Michael Carter. I got He's gonna you get to the volume. I, I, I baited you into it. Let's go, baby. Yeah, you did. Let's go. I baited you the into Pats it. Pats aren't even good. They have a terrible defense. The Pats aren't very good, but I mean they they yeah, their their run defense isn't great. They're 19, uh, 120 yards per game. Jets coming off of a bye. Do you have the do you have the cojones to sit DeAndre Swift? Is the, is the true question? One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm sitting him everywhere. If you have a if you have an able body who can get what ten opportunities in a game, that's worth more than DeAndre Swift. I don't understand how. I don't understand how anyone could start him. Like he hasn't shown you anything. He has an awful matchup. Like, where is the confidence that you get from Swift? Oh, well, you know, he's DeAndre Swift. He's Georgia. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, second he's, round draft pick. Yeah, he's so elusive. He gets five carries a game. Elijah Mitchell or DeAndre Swift? Okay, let's 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 cool it. DeAndre Swift. You, over wait, 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 wait a minute. I, I I felt like that one would be more of a dunk than Michael Carter. Elijah no Mitchell? Way. 
No. Eli Mitchell from San Francisco. Oh, Francis. Elijah Mitchell. Who did you I think, think I was... Elijah Moore? I was like, no, Whoa. no, no. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Elijah, yeah. Mi- start not Elijah Moore, Mitchell. Mitchell. Start, start Elijah Mitchell. Right, Again, his right. 15 carries. Shandy okay. actually said okay. that he was just, happy with the split and won. I got to get you so before. I got to get you. I got to get you before the chat does. All right, let's let's pivot to some wide receivers. Jay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just kick it off with the Joker himself. Kadarius Tony, I'm firing him up with full confidence. I'm firing up KT with full confidence versus the Chargers. Hardman's on IR. I I mean, Watson may get a bomb here or there. Uh, What is MVS? Juju's out. You know, you got MVS and and Kelsey. I I think you. I truly believe in prime. I think they're gonna they're gonna get him involved early and often. I want Kadarius Tony. I am firing him up. Full effing confidence this week. Like not even a not even a thought, man. Like l- legitimately, Deont- Devontae Smith or Kadarius Tony. Hmm. Let's go rapid. I, don't know, man. I, I think I think I would go Devontae Smith. No, I like Devontae Smith this week. No. He's got a good matchup. No, no, it's Kadarius yeah. Tony. You, you're starting Tony over 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 Swift. Uh, uh, well, talk to me about your wide receivers before we play the game. But I'm firing up Kadarius Tony. Again, no McCall Hardman on IR. Juju's out this week. MVS is just MVS. Justin Watson, good for a play here or there. I saw some people talking about Sky Moore at the beginning. Fuck no, man. I Never. can't do it. Like I still like him, but I I, I can't I, I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's so for me, it's the same reason, right? I don't know who the guy's gonna be. It could be Tony, be Tony. Um, but if I know that Smith's gonna get six targets, I'm pretty happy with that. And I would probably take that as a floor play over Tony personally. All right, well, who you got? So, where would I want to start? I will start with Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd up it. against Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Um, number one matchup versus slot. The slot, uh, the Pittsburgh, or the, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, 26.6 fantasy points per game to the slot. Steelers are second worst pass defense in the league, allowing 15 yards per reception, which is wild. Them in Houston, the only teams allowing 15 yards per reception, but Tyler Boyd in a great spot this week. Um, number one slot matchup for any receiver in the league. Obviously, Tyler Boyd will man the slot. We may see some T. Higgins. Jamar Chase may play, which again would open up things for Tyler Boyd. Um, that's the biggest thing for me here. And then he also has a touchdown in two of the last three games versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think it's a great matchup for Boyd. And I think he will continue to have a good game in this week. So that's kind of my number one. And the second one, Ray, is this is depending on the status of these players. But I okay. think you can start DeAndre Carter. Um, same logic as last week. Last week I talked about Christian Kirk starting against the Chiefs. He was like wide receiver three on the week with two touchdowns over 100 yards. Um, DeAndre Carter, if Keenan Allen does miss for some reason, I think it's a great spot for him. He's being heavily involved. He scored a touchdown last week. And I believe they are number two against the slot. Um, in the NFL, so Pittsburgh's number one, and then the char- and then the Chiefs are number two at allowing fantasy points to the slot. So another great spot for uh, Tyler Bo- or not T- Tyler Boyd and for DeAndre Carter to have great weeks this week. I like. I was going to actually talk about Carter, so I'm glad you brought him up. I think that's a that's a sneaky start, you know. Like flex, you got to start three receivers. You got multiple flexes. I definitely would. I'm rolling DeAndre Carter out there in a couple of leagues. I do want to talk about my boy Rondell. Uh, especially with Kyler okay. Murray potentially dealing with you know this hamstring, it's going to be probably not looking like he's going to play. Arizona's got San Francisco. I don't think they'll be able to run on San Francisco very much. They're going to plod their way with James Conner. We know Eno Benjamin got released, but what I loved about Colt McCoy, and this is not a Colt McCoy over Kyler Murray debate, is Colt McCoy did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was hyper target two players: DeAndre Hopkins and Rondell Moore. 
Rondell Moore had 13 targets versus the Rams. 13 targets in neutral game script. It wasn't like the game was it was a blowout or, or, or any of that. It just was Colt McCoy said, if I'm throwing the ball, I'm throwing it to number four or I'm throwing it to number 10. Now, there was a report yesterday, and I mean, it's, it's Thursday, that DeAndre Hopkins, a little hamstring soreness, I'd venture to say he'll probably be okay come uh, come prime time on uh, when do they play Monday night. So well, they play Monday. Monday, but you you've seen the Hollywood video, right? He may play too. He's destined to return. Yeah, and he yeah, obviously I, I he, still, saw he looked good. So you still would, play Rondell if Hollywood plays. I would plays? still play Rondell Moore. Absolutely, I would still be confident in throwing Rondell Moore out there because San Francisco will score, and I just want the no no Zach Ertz right. So that's yeah, that's Zach one target away. I know that. people are excited about McBride, but what I think will happen is Nuke will do Nuke things, and if he's out, then that's even better for Rondell Moore in Hollywood. But Rondell Moore, I meant taking those intermediate sort of tight end targets, I 100% think you can throw him out there with full confidence and feel good about playing him this week. I am, and not even thinking about it, man. Not even thinking about it. I see Patrick talking about Chase Claypool. Oh, maybe. So, I mean, Ugh. we could talk about that. I, I, I have Darnell Mooney on my list. Um, talk I think about it's Mooney. People a matchup about that he Mooney. could be fine. Right. Again, they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta allows 200 yards per game to opposing wide receivers, the highest in the NFL. Number one in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Second verse, worst defense versus outside wide receivers. So the same point about Claypool could be said about Mooney. Um, it's a great spot. And that's why I wanted Fields, right? Like if you could say, you know, oh, Jordan, you're crazy. You're talking too high about Justin Fields. Whatever, man, say what you want. But the matchup is probably the best that he'll face all season. Worst defense against outside wide receivers and against the pass. And we know that he can run on just about anybody, right? So it's a prime matchup for him to smash again. And I think one of these receivers will have a big game, whether it's Claypool or Mooney. I'm going to bet on Mooney because of not necessarily just the pedigree, but also the chemistry, right? And them trying to get him the ball. They've been making concerted effort to get commit the ball because the matchups have been good for him. But for this week, it is more about the outside wide receivers. So hopefully we do see Claypool or Mooney get those targets and i think mooney will be the guy that's the beneficiary this week appreciate that measy 808 he said love y'all's channel thank you for the love appreciate it big dog um yeah man uh atlanta's bad atlanta's bad jay so i would personally if you're gonna start chicago pass catchers for me it would be mooney it would be cole Komet. chase claypool would be third down that list and i wouldn't start anybody else i got just i don't want to play that game i think you need to pick one one or two and then roll with it from there um, there's a lot of questions about Mike Williams, the Chargers wide receiver. If Mike is active, hell yeah, I- I'm firing him up full confidence. Yeah. If he's healthy and they say he's a go, I'm playing Mike Williams. I'm not, at this point, I don't want to overthink it. I don't want to get too cute. If he's active and going, like they've been needing a guy, right? They've been needing somebody else for Justin Herbert. The Chiefs are going to put up points. So if Mike Williams is active, Jay, I am starting Big Mike Williams and not thinking twice about it, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, so it's funny. I I heard this from somebody. I forget who it was, but Mike Williams historically kills the Chiefs, and it's backed by the stats. He has seven receptions in each of the last four games. He has 100 yards in three of four of those games, and he's got four touchdowns. So every time pretty much he plays the Chiefs, he's gone over 100 yards, and he's scored a touchdown. So it's a great spot for Mike Will again. He already did that once this season in uh, on the 15th of 
December, eight eight receptions on 10 targets, 113 and one. Uh, another great day for Mike Will. So yeah, I would definitely fire him up. I'm curious how that offense looks with Carter and Palmer and Keenan right. and Mike Will, if they all play and then Everett, we'll see if he plays because I know he's dealing with a groin injury, so he's probably a game time decision. But a lot of weapons out there for Herbert finally and obviously Austin Eckler of the backfield. But Mike Williams has been the guy that's historically done very well against the Chiefs. So I'd probably trust to roll him out again. Jay, can I give you a little, uh, can we get, can we get a little dirty here? And I, I want to, this, this goes back to your conversation earlier about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, because I, I think right now, Wondell Robinson is potentially dealing with a hamstring injury and he may miss the game. I don't think they, I don't think that they can just line up and give Saquon the ball 40 times and win, right? I think if I'm Detroit and here's the thing about the Lions, they can score. They just give up the draws every every game. They can score, but they give up the draws and they allow opponents to score on them equally as much. If they if they sell out to stop Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones is going to have to throw to somebody, right? I'm yeah. not I'm not saying this is a high priority start, but as I look across that pass catching room, like it's it's Darius Slayton, right? And I know that it hasn't been big volume performances. But if you needed a receiver in a pinch and you had to play one Giants wide receiver, would that be Darius Slayton? Because I think you can start Slayton this week as a flex play, as a desperation dart throw. We're talking the not so obvious starts. I, I just I don't I don't think that I don't think they're they're a playoff team, man. The Giants, you yeah. cannot give him 40 touches. Every week, they're gonna have to do something, man. They're gonna have to do something. So, if you had to bet on one, no Wandell Robinson, David Sills, they might call him back up. There's a lot of smoke. I'm just, I, I was, I was searching this one. You know what the beat reporters are saying out of New York? I forget the name, but I know you picked him up in our Royal Rumble League. I know you picked him up. I Isaiah forget the name Hodgins. off the top of my head. I don't know. See, I would rather. So, here's what's tough, right? It's dirty. It's, it, it is. Three-day-old underwear, dirty. But Isaiah Hodgins, what do you think? So here's the problem Not with that, that I ever do that. With Not, that, I would with never, that analysis, I would never, right? I would never wear underwear for three days in a row. So there's two issues here. One, uh, the Detroit Lions as were as adult. bad as we say they are. Go ahead. As bad as we say they are, they actually don't allow that many points to outside wide receivers, right? So that's one of the bigger things. They allow most of their points to slot receivers. They're sixth in the NFL in allowing points to the slot, but they're 23rd in points allowed to outside wide receivers. You say they're not going to slam it up the A-gap with Saquon Barkley 25, 30 times a game, but I think they are going to do that because for better or worse, that's how they win. In the last game, Saquon Barkley started the game with seven carries for about 15 yards, and they continued to give it to him over and over and over until eventually he broke a few big plays. It set up the play-action game, obviously. So we'll see. They're talking about Okuda in the chat. I think that's the big issue here. Okuda's going to cover somebody, and I don't believe anybody's going to beat him, right? Could they beat him? Sure. Do I believe they're going to? Probably not. I already talked about how I think they're going to man him up, and I and that's the biggest problem is that is he going to beat man coverage? We'll see. The play-action game will be there because they're going to give it to Saquon a thousand times, but I think they're more susceptible in the slot, and we don't know who that slot receiver is. And so from that standpoint, it's difficult for me to say that I would take Slayton as a start because I would rather play a guy like Chase Claypool, who has a great matchup on paper, even if the usage is a little bit questionable. I think the matchup is much better for Claypool. Man, it's um every week some random ass Giants receiver is scoring. Time. It was Lawrence Cager. I don't even yeah. know if he's a receiver or tight end. I don't know. Tight I know he played in Georgia, but damn, man. Isaiah, the, the Lawrence Cager, whatever his name is. Um Jay, the fun, here's the 
biggest name of the not so obvious start, the biggest name on the slate. You know who it is, right? DJ Moore? No, 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 no. Oh. You ain't starting no damn DJ Moore. You ain't you can't do it. Love not. DJ Moore. Biggest name. Biggest name, Jay, in a big yeah. opportunity. Biggest name, biggest opportunity. Will he step up? Can you start him? Because right now, I guarantee you 70% of the chat has this dilemma to make in one league or another. Go out to the West Coast, baby. Go to the West Coast. Not Allen Robinson. Hey, Don't Rob, say it. Oh, are you going to do it? Can you start Allen Robinson this week? You drafted him. To be the two, Cooper Cup is out. Can you, with, <laughs> there's not going to be much confidence, but can Zero. you start A-Rob, dog? Can people start Allen Robinson? The Saints allow the seventh most fantasy points to outside wide receivers. So the matchup is fine. Um, the Rams actually allow the most points outside wide receivers on the season for people who are paying attention. So I was going to talk about not so obvious starts in the Saints, but they're, I don't know who the fuck. It's going to play. Um, I would rather start Ben Skoranek personally. <laughs> Just Stop I think it. the chem. I would rather start Ben Skoranek Stop. over A Rob, but the matchup is fine. If you want to get dirty, it's fine. I mentioned there's some stats to back it up. A Rob should be the number one target. I think the number one target is easily Ben Skoranek personally. I mean, he's, he's got those white sleeves on. Maybe A Rob can rock those white sleeves. Um, but I would start Ben Skoranek over Allen Robinson personally. I think he's going to be fine. He'll get hyper targeted. But I just think that's what's going to happen, man. The, the the matchup is okay, but what if Lattimore comes back? He's not going to be able to beat Lattimore. Lattimore makes Mike Evans look like they're saying ben no Lattimore. Mike A said if, no Lattimore. If there's no Lattimore, then you got a shot. But are if, you starting Allen Robinson? Yes or no? I don't want to. No, Ben Skoranek over Lattimore. Okay, here here's the thing. I'd rather start Trace Claypool over Allen Robinson. I honestly would. I get. I get. I get. The, I get. It sounds crazy, but I just I don't want to bank on Allen Robinson. I just don't. What if that he gets is. doubled? Then what's he going to do? Slayton or A-Rob? Oh. Slayton or A-Rob? I guess A-Rob. I don't really like Moore or A-Rob? I would start Rondell, even though I don't really like him. I like mean, that. you're DJ Moore or A-Rob? Rapid. Ooh, A-Rob. Kadarius Tony <laughs> or A-Rob? Tony. Nico Collins versus Washington or A-Rob? Hmm. Uh, Nico. DPJ or A-Rob? DPJ, come on. Don't play with me. Jacoby Myers versus Sauce Gardner or Allen Robinson? He's not going to see Sauce Gardner. <laughs> Give me Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Why is he not? <laughs> he's going to play in the slot. Nelson Aguilar is going to get locked up by Sauce, though. He's going to be in a fucking seatbelt. Baltimore's number one receiver, who is it? Um, Demarcus, Demarcus Robinson, probably. Robinson or Robinson? There's the last one. Demarcus. Uh, Demarcus Robinson. Who? Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. Sorry, bro. Just how I see it. Jack. Carolina is not. Carolina is not good. They allow 16.9 points per game to outside wide receivers. They have a better matchup than than against the Saints. Swift or A Rob? Ooh, that's yeah. Tough. Swift or A Rob? Give me A Rob. Give me A Rob. I'm not playing Swift. Like, pretty much under no circumstances am I playing him this week. <laughs> You're wild. And I got zero, <laughs> team zero shares and zero faith. You are wild in this morning. All right, all right. All right, tight ends. Okay, Patrick. Patrick, you say DPJ's not going to torch the Bills? We'll see, my friend. We'll Patrick, see. Patrick, get a bet with them. 
He won't we'll pay see. it up. Bet we'll Jay see. Rich. He won't fucking we'll pay. Is his is his over under out yet? Because I'm gonna hammer the over again, and he's gonna crush yeah, it. Yeah, legit. Like Get him, Chad. Get him, George. Swift or Anthony Schwartz? Jay Rich. Ooh, it, man, come on, bro. We're Stop. getting dirty. Tight we're getting ends. Dirty. All right, tight ends this week. George um, Kittle. George Kittle's your not so obvious tight end start of the week. I mean, there's not a lot of options, but I do have there, a game. There for aren't you. a lot of options. But the the guy you want to start is George Kittle. If you're thinking of benching him, he's playing the Arizona Cardinals. They're the worst team against opposing tight ends. You want to start George Kittle this week. But Ray. The Lions have a great matchup this week versus mm-hmm. the New York Giants. New York mm-hmm. Giants saw the fourth most yards over the season to opposing tight ends. Would you start Brock Wright or James Mitchell oh. this week? There is, a, I do have an answer for the people, so I'm not, I'm not. But you have to choose which one would you start. Let's see how tapped in you are to the uh, tight end landscape out in Detroit and the stats to back it up. Isn't there another one that they have too? Zilstra. The, Zilstra. They, yep, he's an option, but I, he's not going to. He doesn't fit let me, the narrative. Let me just say yet. this. I don't. I don't it's I don't know. I, I really I'm not tapped in. I want to say Brock Wright, but I always see James Mitchell out there. I think Mitchell's running more routes than Brock Wright. I think is he? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look that. I didn't even look it up. I have my stats are a little different. I don't. Your stats are different. Okay. Um, well, I don't have that stat pulled, but I have a different. Just what is you, your? Answer, you operate in a different statistical world than everybody. I else. do. I, I don't. True. I don't know. Um. I'll ask you this because we had this conversation in the chat uh, last night with one of the patrons. Do you have the balls to start any, pick whichever one you think it's going to be, of the Philadelphia Eagles tight ends, Jack Stoll or no. Grant Calcaterra? I can't do it, man. I just can't. I don't know who it's going to be. I I can't do it. Jackson, I mean, that's the same I thing you're asking Calcaterra. me with Detroit. I have no clue. I have no clue. So... So here's the here's the numbers behind why you want to start Brock Wright. Um, the Giants are actually pretty good uh, it, versus slot tight ends. The player that runs the most routes from in line is actually Brock Wright. Brock Wright plays in line more than any other tight end on the roster significantly. He gets 28 snaps in line versus Mitchell, who plays only six in line. The Giants allow eight fantasy points per game. Um, two inline tight ends, but only two points per game to guy to tight ends in the slot. So if you're going to play anybody versus the Giants, they usually do their damage in line. And Brock Wright's the guy that plays the most snaps in line, and that's the player you want to target because that's the guy who's probably going to have success versus Giants defense. I don't listen. I, the tight end landscape is so barren and terrible. Like it doesn't. It, do you have Kelsey? Do you have Kittle? Do I mean? Do you have Kelsey? Do you have Andrews? Do you have Hawkinson? Uh, you don't start any of the uh, the Cleveland Browns tight ends. I know they're saying Njoku's going to be back this week. I hope they just hold him one more week. I really yeah. hope they hold him one more week. Dawson Knox, really, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, the one that I want to start, it sort of correlates with one of your quarterbacks, man, is Greg Dolchich. And I know he didn't have a big game last week, but the Raiders defense is honestly one of, it's at the bottom of every statistical category there is for defense. So with the absence of Jerry Judy, or at least what we believe Jerry Judy's not going to play this week, thank God he didn't get injured for the season. But no Jerry Judy this week. I don't think Virgil Vigil is going to be able to have a 66-yard touchdown again. Um, so I think versus the Raiders, who have no linebackers, who have no secondary, you're talking about Rush trying to get to Cook again. I think he's got to involve Greg Dolchitz early in that matchup, and I'm firing him up. With full confidence, man, like straight up, full confidence. Um, I'm seeing people say Tyree Jackson, uh, he's back. <laughs> if I had to pick one, 
it, from that one, it'd probably be Calcaterra because he's ran a couple of routes. But I, I, I just from everything that I'm reading is they'll just run the ball more. Like they'll just run it a yeah. little more with Miles Sanders, and then it's just going to and be they'll get it to Smith, Smith and get it to AJ Brown, and AJ right? Brown. Yeah, I don't. I, best and ball, maybe more Quez Watkins, right? Like yeah. some three wide receiver sets. Jonu Smith is also another one that I would I would consider versus the Jets. The game plan for New England: run Ramondre, don't force it downfield. So I think Jonu Smith and or Hunter Henry could be in line for whatever five yard passes Mac Jones is going to throw versus the Jets. But ultimately, tight end is so bad, man. Like we're, we're talking about, we're talking about cats who are getting a target or may have yeah. gotten no targets and like throw them out there. That's how bad. It is in the yeah. tight end landscape, Jay. So there you go. There goes some not so obvious. We played a lot of would you rather in in this edition of the not we so did. obvious starts, but that's where we're at at this part of the season, man. With all these teams just being wrecked by injury, being wrecked by inefficient quarterback play, being wrecked by no ground game, it's just truly a survival of the fittest at this point. And if you're not in best ball and you have to make those starts. Thank goodness you don't have to make it today. So we still have a couple of days until the actual games kick off on Sunday. Mike, Adam, Eric Vanek will do a start-sit show. One of us may be on there so we can kind of confirm that. But there's an early look at some players that you might uh, you might be thinking about starting as we go into the weekend. We good? Yeah, Conklin. Yeah, Drew. I mean, yeah, if you Conklin got Conklin, you're starting Conklin, sure. right? All right, let's do, let's do this. Rank the rookie wide receivers. Based on performance this year, I mean... Chris Olave is at the tip top. If we're basing it off of performance, it's pretty easy. It's Olave yeah. at the top. Um, who would be second? Rookie Washington. Wilson, London. I mean, London. I mean, yeah. they really haven't done much of anything, but Christian Watson's got to be up there with his five touchdowns. It's got to be. I mean, the, <laughs> I'm. I, I what are even, we ranking though? Like his season or his outlook, right? I think well, that's, that's what I said. The season, yeah. just the season, the outlook. I think, uh, I think the outlook is fine for all these cats, man. Like it's just the shitty quarterbacks. It's not like uh, yeah. Wilson is out there just failing. It's I mean, it's Zach Wilson. It's not like Drake. Like what? What is? What can Drake do with Mariota? Nothing. What, dude. Pitts is zero. a zero. Like you can't yeah. even start pits. Yeah, yeah. You can't London even start is pits. outscoring pits significantly. And I get and it, Robert. Yeah, you want to do this whole hate on Drake London thing. It doesn't matter. Like I don't I don't care about what they're doing this year. I have no issue with Drake London at all, long term. Zero. Because that team's going to get a quarterback upgrade. He's winning routes. He's commanding the target share. He's still over 30% target share in that offense. I'm still in. Traylon Burks, still love him. Jamison Williams can't wait until he plays. Garrett Wilson, hope the maturation continues. Chris Olave yeah. playing well. The only ones that are like that did not do anything, like, and it's just injury related. Jahan Dotson's been in and out because he's been hurt, right? Like And he has four TDs this season. Yeah, and he's got four TDs. Wandell Robinson looks like he's got some promise moving forward. So I think the outlook for the rookie wide receivers is pretty good. Hopefully they get some upgrades. We'll see Jamo with a QB upgrade. We see London and Pitts with the quarterback upgrade. Who else? Uh, I mean, we don't. We're not going to get one from uh, from the Jets, but hopefully they'll continue their chemistry. I think Garrett would be too, based on production this year. I think Garrett Wilson. It's pretty close, yeah. yeah he's, he's pretty good. He's yeah, catching the Ohio ball. State wide receivers, man. Yeah, they're, they're, just, doing, they're, they're doing really good. They're doing really good. So that's how I would do it. But Jay, anything you want to say to the people uh, before we get out of here? I'd say check out the newsletter, man. It Sky just came out. Dead Dropped last. at eight a.m. Dead last. 
drops dead last. That's it, man. That's pretty much it. America's game tomorrow. Uh, 4D dropped today, off the line yesterday. So lots of pods out on DD Radio. And uh, that's about it. We'll be back on Monday. We got a super chat asking for a friend, Jay Rich. Oh, this uh, isn't asking for a friend. We were going to make a trade. Talk about Bruning. the trade. Talk, let's talk through oh, your you trade. Me... Let's talk oh, through your okay. trade. Let's get this trade so, done. So Destination Bruning, Debbie versus Campus Bru- to Canton. Bruning sent me mm-hmm. Herbert for a first and second because I asked him what it would take to get Herbert. So his field is a first and second. Then he revoked it because he realized that he fucked up. Okay. So then he, what he did was he asked for a first, a second, DPJ, Damian Pierce, and Justin Fields for Justin Herbert. And I was like, okay, dude, I can't do that. And that's when the talks just broke off after that. So he wanted I, to send you Herbert, and he wanted back he Justin he, Fields. No, he did not want to send me Herbert, clearly, is how that really played out. But yeah, he wanted Justin Fields, my first rounder, which will be late, second rounder, which obviously will be late as well. Damian Pierce, top 12 running back in our league, and it's a point per carry league. DPJ, like... It's just too much. Okay, hold on real just quick, real quick. I just, I got, before we get to your trade, Jalen Tolbert is awful. Good God, and I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Get get him out of there, man. I don't even want to talk. A, yes, Patrick, Robert, Jalen Tolbert is, he is last. He is dead last. And and right above Skymore. What about Romeo Dobbs now? Where's he at? He's he's in the basement. He's got no shot. Christian Watson is back. And Romeo Dobbs. I don't want to say he's got no shot, but it. It's not good, but all right. So you want his Justin Herbert. You got to yes. give up fields. Yes. It's a 14 team super flex league. So your first is late. You're a playoff team. That's yeah. automatic. The second is late. Who gives a damn? That's just garbage. The real question is what else do you need to add in order to get Herbert DPJ and Damian Pierce, maybe a little too high, but if you take DPJ out, would you do Damian Pierce fields a first and a second for Herbert? No. Why would I do that? I'm would trying to do, win this league. I need those guys to win. But you can't. It's, the trade isn't you get everything you want and give up nothing I never, that I never you said that. I, I asked him what he wanted. He sent me a first and a second and, and, and fields. I did not send that to him. Let me so tell, I, thought that's let me the, tell I thought that's where we were working from. Let me tell everybody a little, a, a little thing. If you're out here trying to acquire Justin Fields right now, I think this is the absolute worst time to be trying to buy Justin Fields. And I don't care if this blows oh, up sure. your deal or blows up somebody else's deal. This is truly like the equivalent of buying GameStop when it's at $400 and thinking it was going to keep going up. This has nothing to do with my outlook on Fields long-term, which I think is very good for him. Chicago still got to get some shit together, but I think Fields yeah. is going to be awesome in fantasy, right? But if you're buying him now... You're buying at the peak, man. You are buying at historic levels. Like you're buying not just based off production. You're going to have to pay the market value perception of him. You're going to have to pay for production and for, man, he could be the QB1 in Dynasty, right? Like that's how people are going to, that's how people are going to value him. So if it were me, I wouldn't be trying to buy him right now. He's going to smash Atlanta and his price is going to yeah. go up even higher, right? Like GameStop gets that next boost. But he does have a tough schedule, and there could be games where he goes down, comes back closer oh, to the sure. mean. Right now, if you guys if you guys are you know, dabbling in the stock market, you know that Justin Fields is above 2-3 ATR. He's way away from the 21 moving average. Like, 
Literally, this is not... The, the whole point in the market is you don't buy high, sell low. You, you know, you try to buy low, sell high. I would not be trying to acquire fields today. I think that would just, that's a bad strategic move to do that right now because you are buying all-time high. And what Jay Rich is trying to do is buy Justin Herbert at his low point. Like, you're trying to, you're trying to play sure. the game right. You're trying For to sure. play the game right. But I wouldn't do it, man. I would wait. I would just wait a couple of weeks before I try to go buy Fields. I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. Um, listen, Fields is running like an RB2, but defenses will adjust and force him to throw accurately all day. If he can, he's just Malik. Like I just I don't I don't agree with that at all, personally. I, I think that's I do something agree that happens with the in the that, playoffs. I agree with the but, fact that he has had some advantageous matchups on the ground and he's taking oh, it for sure. and he's taking full advantage. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm not taking that away from him. But he is going to be forced to throw the ball. In the moment he doesn't have 150, he's not going to run for 150 yards a game. It's not going so, to happen, man. So I'm I'm with that. But what I disagree with is that he is much more like Lamar Jackson than we're giving him credit for. No. And so you so like you, people say, oh, just wait till they force Lamar Jackson to throw. That's never happened. Like ever. You, no one has ever forced Lamar Jackson to throw. He's been forced to stay in the pocket. And he's gotten better with his pocket presence and thrown from the pocket. But if he wants to run, he can run. And I think if Justin Fields wants to run, he can run. That's my whole point with here's my here's my thing, to throw. Here's what I would love to see Fields do. Because I'm not I'm not even dis I'm not I'm not saying they're gonna have to force him to throw and he can't run. What I'm saying is he's not running for 150 fucking yards a week. That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Like, but, that's I'm hope, not but you're not hoping for that. I'm saying he could still run for 70 a week. What 60 I need, week, right? what we all want Fields to do is not get hit as much. That dude, out like when you think about running quarterbacks, who's the when you talk about quarterbacks that get blasted, who's the first name that comes to mind? For me, it's RG three. He took some yeah, of the yeah. most wicked shots. That you ever saw a quarterback take week in and week out. Justin Fields get like he needs to get down. He gets smacked. Like it's just he not big, sustainable. Though. When you see him run, you're like, man, he's big. He's like a big he, dude. He, he's, he's he reminds awesome. you of like Josh Allen. He's awesome. He's so uh, my, my, big when he the runs, bigger right? point of this is I'm not buying Fields at his peak right now. Like I'm not. I'll yeah, wait yeah. until he has some of those diff because he's got a four week stretch that's pretty damn hard. He's got a four oh, yeah, week stretch tough. where it's like. It's I don't think he's yeah, going to be able to run Philly, And then championship week is Detroit, which is obviously. Which is but juicy, he, he, right? has, he has to get through Buffalo and Philly I, I, is the biggest thing here. Is he has to get yeah, through Buffalo I, and Philly. I think, I, think the, I think the situations between Lamar and Chicago are a bit different. I get your overall sentiment. Point is, uh, you're trying to buy low on Herbert, and Bruning is trying to— because Herbert's still that dude, man. But and I'm I, still selling to an OSU homer here. I'm trying to I'm trying to play the feelings a little bit with Bruning. Just, I just say, Bruning, you know, you want fields? We can talk about it. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. With well, this, I don't I don't know how we got to this point. I mean, uh, but th here we go. But I hope y'all have a fantastic weekend from Jay and I. We will be back on Monday to do the show. I don't know what Jay. We might be. We might do a couple of things on Monday. We definitely have Oof. to do the recap. But I kind of want to do some more 2023 rookie talk. We might have a big show on Monday because I'm out on Wednesday and we're not going to be here on Friday. So it's only going to be one show next week. Uh, not so obvious starts of the week. College. Do a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday show. All, all in, in one. one? Are we just going to marathon show. this thing? I don't know just how gonna... much time. It depends on your schedule. I'm good. I'm good for it on Monday. If you're good for it, I'm good for it. Are we going to marathon? <sighs> we'll have to talk to Mojo, though. All right.
big uh, big show in store for Monday. So if you stayed this long, uh, hit the thumbs up button, like, subscribe to the content, check out the All Gas newsletter. It's free, 99. Mike and Adams for the chess today. Troy and LQ, they do their thing on Thursday, so make sure you go back and watch their shows that they do. Uh, Tuesdays, excuse me. Tuesdays, they do the Thursday night mid-game mid uh, recap. Uh, Scott Connors pod drops on Monday. Ike and Eugene's Off the Line Fantasy Podcast dropped yesterday. Uh, Jeff Mueller's Injury Pod. If you want all those injury updates, yep. make sure you tap into that. We drop that Saturday night or early Sunday morning. Um, yeah, usually Saturday night, Sunday morning, depending on the time. And yeah, mega show on Monday, man. We'll do it, Patrick. We appreciate everybody being here. Y'all have a great weekend. And don't be making fun of my hat on the outro, man. We love y'all. We out of this thing. Peace. Thank y'all for watching the Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich of the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content. And if you want to get in on that action, use the promo code wake up over on prospect for a hundred percent deposit match up to $100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the Mojo YouTube channel. Myself and Jay Rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on Mojo. It's all gas all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.